Well, hey, hey, hey. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, another beautiful day and uh, a warm welcome to Expression Family. Uh, it's great to have you join with us once again online. And it's wonderful to also have those that are joining from wherever you are from a warm welcome to you. And I hope and pray that you have already been blessed by worship, communion, uh, as we started a new segment called Truth Over Trials. And uh, we're in for a great uh, morning. We're in for opening the Word of God. And so uh, before we do that, I just want to uh, pray and come at this time to God. Father, we thank you that you are here in our midst. We know that, Lord, the power of your Word has, uh, can transform lives. So I pray, Holy Spirit, that this morning as we open your Word, Lord, would you uh, speak to us, open our ears and our hearts to hear your word, Father. We come at this time into your hands, in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. I hope you're doing well. I hope that you're enjoying this um, uh, you know, season because uh, there's no other choice but to enjoy and journey this season. In spite of what uh, tough times we're going through, one thing we've got to know that our God is... Um, he loves us and he cares for us. Amen. And I was thinking about this, that how quickly have we adjusted to this lifestyle? None of us predicted this. None of us expected uh, a season like this that we are in. Whether it could be your job, it, maybe you've lost your job, or potentially might be losing your job, or maybe even just working from home and uh, working online, or just staying put at home and not... Uh, being allowed to go out and see we, we've adjusted quite quickly whether we like it or not we had to do this and um, and the other thing that we did is we listened to the the government officials and uh, listened to their advice and and basically trusting in what they were saying to us we managed to uh, at this point eliminate the virus now I was thinking of the same thing, and I began to think about this in, 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 a, in a godly uh, perspective. You know, as godly children of God, as godly people, if we can only uh, hear His advice and listen to Him, and then apply that in our lives, and apply that in our hearts and our minds, do you know what? We can eradicate, or we can eliminate, a fear, doubt, we can eliminate confusion if only we fully trust in the Word of God. You know, you, you trust the advice of your doctor and you take your medicine and whatever and it helps you get better. And in the same way, I was thinking, how much more should we trust God? Because the more we trust, He helps us to live life in freedom. He helps us to journey through difficulties he helps us to overcome our problems if we trust in his word so this morning i've titled my message trust in god it's called trust in god because we are to trust in god and just not have knowledge about god and i say that expression church the name expression in itself is expressing what you have in you it's not just knowing but it's also living it out because when you live it out when you um 
Express what you have. Have an expression of your faith. That's what matters. And so our expression should be trust in God in difficult times. Our expression should be running to God in difficult times. Not running away from God. Not questioning God. Not doubting God. But actually believing in the eternal word of God. And running to God. Then our expression will be different to the expression of the world. Your expression will be an expression of hope, expression of joy, expression of peace when you run into God. Pastor Kara prayed earlier, Psalm 91, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So when everything around you surrounds you and overwhelms you, perplexes you, concerns you, your only safety is Jesus Christ. He is your safety. What a wonderful testimony May Sanchez shared last Sunday. It brought a lot of people to tears, talking to them after the service and during last week. Brought a lot of people to tears. Now, now, that's just not a story. It is his story. God's doing something in her life and God wants to do something in your life. Hang on to the truth of the word of God. He never fails you. He never abandons you. He never uh, uh, leaves you alone. He is with you even when you walk through the valley of shadow of death. Amen. I hope and pray that you believe in God's word. And if you don't, I pray that it will help you believe in God's word. And those that believe God's word, I pray that it will strengthen you this morning. So trust, what is trust? It's confidence, a reliance of resting uh, of the mind on the integrity of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's confidence. It's having confidence in the person of Christ. It's relying and resting, abiding, resting uh, with a mindset that Christ Jesus is in control. Trust in God. And trust is the answer to all our worries. You know, we worry is natural. Trust is supernatural. And trust is the answer to all our worries. And when we worry, we are not trusting God. When we are, wor when we are worrying, we are not trusting God. Worry is an indication that in the particular area, we don't trust God. So let's say you might not worry about what you're going to eat, but you might worry about, is it going to rain or not? You might, everyone's worry trigger points are different, but the root is worry. And every time you worry about something, you are replacing God and putting the problem before God. And so whatever it is that if we not worry, but allow trust and trusting in God's word can perhaps help you and, and be the answer over your problems. And this morning, the story I want to use is in Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. And I'm going to use this story as the backdrop of launching into my message this morning. This story is about Jesus and the disciples are uh, 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 journeying on the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus had a busy, busy day. 
He was with the crowds. He'd been teaching. He was performing miracles. He was teaching them. And now he wanted to actually go to another town and uh, where there's less people, less crowd, and just to re refresh himself. And then, so he, he takes the disciples with them. So they all go in this boat on the Sea of Galilee. Now, Sea of Galilee was known for stormy conditions. And uh, not every Jew back in the day was comfortable with water or being on water. And um, so they were, they were very concerned of being on water. But there were few disciples who were fishermen. The profession was to be on the sea. Now, as they travel, of course, we, we hear from this story that the wind starts uh, 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 shaking the boat and the waves start breaking into the boat. And now there's a panic and worry. And they, ha they had the right to panic. Even the fishermen, they panicked. Because the Bible tells us, let's look at the story. I'll read this to you. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. It says, on the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over the other side. Now, when they had left the multitudes, they took him along in the boat and he was, as he was. And the other little boats were also with him. A great windstorm arose and waves beat into the boat so that it, it was already filling. But he was in, in the stern asleep on a pillow and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was great calm. But he said to them, this is to the disciples. Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Isn't that wonderful? What a story here. So this is what they're going through. The disciples panicked and they are scared. And Jesus, they found Jesus in the stern uh, uh, sleeping on a cushion so they wake him up master wake up we are drowning don't you care you know and they press the panic button and Jesus gets up from his sleep he's, he awakes and then he calms the storm and then they have a revelation and they say who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him I want to say you serve a God who holds power over the natural circumstances he holds power over the natural environment he is God above all these things and they've witnessed that but up until then they've been hanging out with him they've seen miracles they've heard his teachings yet when they go through uh, the storm they panic and they're fearful and they call out on Jesus so that's the background and I want to pick some points from this so that it will help us to understand and I believe this is what God is saying to us number one is the first point is trust in God's word trust in God's word it all starts in trusting in God's word your faith starts in trusting in God's word your Christian life starts in trusting in God's word you and I are to teach ourselves to trust God when things are going the way that we want them to go trust should be a default thing every computer every device has a default setting 
trust should be our default setting. Not panic, not try to do things in our own way. Trust. The word of God says that Jesus is the word and the word is Jesus. What the word says is what Jesus is saying. And when you trust the word, you are trusting in Jesus himself. So a default setting should be trusting in God's word. Proverbs 3, 5 says, a lot of us know this scripture. Proverbs 3, 5, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. It starts, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Amen. Trusting in God. And, and, and it's saying that trust in God's word. See, the, the disciples, when Jesus said to the disciples, let us cross on the other side of the lake. Let's go to the other side of the lake. What is he saying? That's his word. And we've got to learn to trust in the word of God. And Proverbs 3, 5 is saying, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Trust in God's word and not your own understanding. My friends, I want to encourage you. You and I think we are smart. Yes, we are smart people. God has created us to be smart, but not smart enough to not trust God. He has created us talented, gifted and all this, but he wants you and I to trust him no matter what. And trust, learn to trust in him and lean not on your own understanding, your emotions, your feelings, your, your experiences. Look, experiences could be great or bad. That's not the point. Trusting in God's word is paramount. Trusting in God's word should be our default setting. And God wants us to trust in him. Because we've just celebrated Easter. We know he overcame sin and death. He, he heals bodies. He heals diseases. He heals our mind. He heals our soul. Trust in his word. Today we are uh, being attacked by mental torture. Trust in his word. His word is far more trustworthy than your own thoughts and ideas and plans and, uh, and, and experiences and opinions that you formulate in your mind trust in him in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path he's saying look no matter what you're going through can you acknowledge god and he will direct your path he will help you as you trust in god do not be wise in your own eyes uh, fear the lord and depart from evil don't be wise in your own eyes i want to say there are so many of us we think we are very clever too clever for god we are wise in our own eyes. Please, there's a, there's a caution for us here. Don't be so wise by being caught up in your worldly uh, lifestyle and distractions and forget who your creator is. Forget who your provider is. Forget who is your protectionist. Only Jesus is your provider, protector, your creator, your healer. He is your one true living God. He is our anchor in the times of our storms in life so don't be wise and i like this in verse eight. it says it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bone amen bones it will be health to your flesh when you trust god and listen to him and follow his advice it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones it's interesting isn't it nowadays as i've been saying there's so many people panicking worrying fear and all these things. 
if we only learn to trust God in the midst of our mental storm that we're going through and the fear that we're going through, anxiety that we go through, worries that we go through and say, God, I'm not denying these things, but what I'm doing right now, I'm not focusing on the storm, but I am focusing on your truth. I'm focusing on your word. And then when you focus on his word, those thoughts that are not of God diminishes. Those thoughts that are not of God will dissipate and God's word begins to take root in your mind in your spirit and your heart and God's word becomes anchored to your soul and you begin to trust God and I tell you what your mind is strengthened your spirit is strengthened your body is strengthened and you are living as a son and a daughter of God that God has called you because you know that your heavenly father will never ever abandon those that trust in his name amen so learn to trust in him hallelujah trust in his word if you can't trust in his word, start trusting in him. Start small things. Start trusting. Exercise your faith. Trust in God. Number two, to trust means acknowledge God in everything. Trust means acknowledge God in everything. No matter what you're going through, don't deny Christ. Don't go into denial. Don't avoid Christ. Don't avoid, avoid church. Don't avoid worship. Don't avoid believers. Worship God. Don't avoid, avoid the presence of God. Don't avoid people who carry Jesus in their hearts. Don't try to isolate yourself. Don't try to go away. Don't trust in your own uh, uh, mindset and think, I need some time alone. We all need time alone. Time alone could be one day or a few hours. But if your time alone is being one week, you're in, in a bit of a bother here. Learn to trust God in all these things and to acknowledge Him in everything. Trust means acknowledging God in good times and in bad times. I like that the disciples went to Jesus and they said, Teacher, 38 in verse 38, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? You know, I think it's great that they went to Jesus. Uh, you know, uh, probably they would have, you know, I don't know what I would do if I was in that place. Would I jump off the boat? I don't know. Without, Do I just sit there in the corner of a boat panicking? I don't know. I've never been on a boat caught in a storm uh, I've been on a boat fishing and that's been good uh, but never been in a storm and so they wake him up and I like that I was thinking about it yeah even though they're panicking and they must have gone to him because how can you still be asleep in the storm that could irritate some people you know how can you be so relaxed how can you be so peaceful see Jesus was asleep yes in the natural body he was asleep he was tired but also he 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 is the word he already told them that we are going on the other side of the lake so he knew that they're gonna go the other side of the lake is the disciples that didn't trust him so what I'm saying here that they went to him and teacher do you not care that we are perishing and you know what Jesus did he responded to that can I ask you Jesus wants you to run to him when you are panicking in your circumstances acknowledge him what is it that he's saying maybe you're fearful and say, jesus jesus can't you see that i'm fearful jesus can't you see i'm worried jesus can't you see you know that i'm dying or whatever those things are i am uh, gripped with fear and it's paralyzing me internally and jesus will speak peace over your storm amen are we acknowledging God in everything? In our fears, 
in our good times, in our concerns, in our confusion? Are we acknowledging God? Are we saying in confusion? You can say, God, I don't understand it, but teach me to believe in you. Teach me to trust you. Teach me, Lord. I'm finding it hard. Remember the disciples said in the Garden of Gethsemane when they were caught falling, uh, uh, when they were caught asleep, when Jesus said pray, they said our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. So what I'm trying to say this morning is learn to trust in God and acknowledge God, even in your feelings. Lord, I don't feel well. I don't feel right. But God, I know it's not about feeling, but now I want to come to you and trust you in your word. Because you see, every problem, um, you know, it, it has an opportunity, you know. So every trial, there is truth. And every trial produces, if you can journey through the trial, it produces a testimony. Amen. So a trial produces a testimony. An obstacle gives you an opportunity. Amen. It gives you an opportunity to see God's power move. It gives you an opportunity to see the sovereign Lord reign over those situations. Every obstacle, uh, there is opportunity. Every problem, there is a promise in his word. Every problem, you have a problem, there's a promise in God's word. Instead of focusing on the problem, start focusing on the promise. Because the promises of God is what's going to give us life. The promises of God is what's going to give us hope. The promises of God is what's going to give us strength. And promises of God, trusting in those promises, will help us to navigate through uh, uncharted territories in our lives. Just like what the world is facing right now. And every, for every crisis, Christ is the ruler. The storm was a crisis. Soon we might have a financial crisis, job loss, health problems. There could be mental health issues, a lot of crisis. But guess what? Christ is the ruler of all crises. Amen. So run to Christ. Learn to acknowledge, to trust and acknowledge God in everything. In Isaiah 26, 3, 4. I love this. Isaiah 26, 3, 4. It says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. You keep him in perfect peace. The question is, are you and I in perfect peace right now? My wife and I, we were walking uh, in the park that's close to our house where we live. And um, I get a bit of hay fever. And on that, that particular day, it was quite windy. And so I sneezed and uh, I'm, I'm a loud sneezer. So I sneezed. And when I sneezed, I mean, there was a couple of girls ahead of us, probably about 10 meters. And she kind of jumps back and gives me the look. And uh, sneezing has become a crime at the moment publicly. So, so what, I'm, what I'm saying that is, you know what? Anyway, keep your, uh, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Amen. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Focus your mind on God. Focus your mind not on the storm, on the waves, on the word of God. Let's go to the other side of the lake. Keep your mind focused on God. Renew your mind. Don't let the patterns of the world conform you, but renew your mind 
by meditating on it, reading on the word of God. Because he trusts you, trust in the Lord forever. Amen. Number three, trust to trust in his ways. We've got to trust God in his ways. Let me just tell you, God knows about you, more about you than yourself. He knows about you because he created you. Now, he created you and then he fashioned you and he knows you. And that's who we, that's who he is. But he said to them in, uh, in verse 40, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? What he was talking about is not just the fear in the boat. The Jewish people mostly had fear over water. So they're the root of the problem is not actually the storm. The root of the problem is that actually a lot of Jewish people never liked uh, being on water. So he's saying, why are you so fearful? Why? Have you not seen who I am? Have you not seen what I can do? Why do you still question and doubt me? And that's what he's saying. And what I want to say is, even when you don't understand, uh, you are to trust God in um, uh, times like this. You know, even when we don't understand what's happening, we have to trust God for who knows his thoughts and who knows his plans. Isaiah 55, 8, 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts uh, than your thoughts. That's our God. He's not man. That we can understand he is God and his ways are higher than our ways. And can I ask you, and I want to appeal to you. Hey, we don't need to know everything. We don't need to have answers to everything. It's calling us to trust in him. And when you trust in him, you have peace of God. Amen. Because he knows what he's doing and his ways are higher than our ways. Last one. Number four. To trust means to act on his word. Peter walked on the water because he acted upon God's word. And to trust means to act on his word. I've got an acronym on trust. Okay. T-R-U-S-T. Five letters. T-R-U-S-T. Okay. The first one is T for taking time with God. I want to urge you again and again and again and again. Everyone I've been talking, they will tell you, I'm saying, spend time in God. Go higher in God. Go deeper in His Word. Pray. Seek God. Seek Ye first the kingdom. Take time with God. First T stands for take time with God. I can't stress that point enough. Please, I urge you, church, spend time in reading God's Word. Spend time in hearing His voice. R starts for uh, R stands for relying on God. T stands for taking time. R stands for relying. Rely on God's Word. How do you know when to rely on God if you don't know his character? When you know him, you can rely on him. So if, you, if you're not relying on him, that means you don't know him in that area. So get to know God and rely on him. U stands for understanding God's ways. Understand God's ways. His ways are higher than our ways. I want to say this. Don't fight God. Don't try to reason with your mind. Sometimes it's simple obedience is far better then you trying to reason with your mind. Just obey. He is sovereign. He's in control. He's created the earth. He's created the universe. He is God. Earth is his footstool. He's got a great footstool. <laughs> he is our God. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ reigns. 
Understanding is weak. So T for taking time, R for relying, U for understanding, S for submitting to God. So your worries, your fears, your concerns, submit to God. Allow, give him opportunity to bring about a, or breakthrough to bring about a miracle to bring about an answer to your problems the last t is truth of god over trials it's the truth dan shared about that this morning we've had a few share it uh james and tom and the truth over trials truth of the word of god not the truth about the natural things truth of the word of god that means not even the knowledge revelation not information, revelation of God's word, the truth of God over trials. Amen. So, so run for the truth of God. Okay, I'll quickly go through these. Taking time, relying on God, understanding God's ways, submitting to God, and number five, truth of God. Dig into the truth of God. Amen. We are people not to walk by sight, but Corinthians 5, 7, 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, that we for we walk by faith and not by sight amen let's walk by faith let's trust in jesus let's shine the light that's in us hallelujah and friends if you don't know jesus christ i've been saying this as i conclude if you don't know jesus christ and if you can't trust you know that people have betrayed people will betray you guess what people will betray me i'm still learning to trust people you know people are people but god is everlasting god he never changes. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. He never goes back on his word. Heaven may pass away. Earth may fade away. But his word will never, ever, ever fail. Hallelujah. So friends, I want to encourage you. I just want to say that Jesus is real. Jesus is your answer. Jesus is your hope. Jesus is the only way. He's the only way. Not when you get to heaven. No, even right now. He is the way to help you in your problems. He is the answer for your insecurities. He is the answer for your fears. He is the answer for your concerns. He is the answer for depression. He is the answer for anxiety. He is the answer for your fears and worries. Last scripture I want to read and I want to pray with you. Jeremiah 17, 7, 8. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 and 8. It reads like this, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord. Amen. You are called blessed when you trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. Is God your hope? Is God your confidence? And that comes when you trust God. They are like a tree planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water into into the water such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought wow what a picture their leaves shall leaves shall stay green and they sh never stop producing fruit god wants you to produce fruit he doesn't want you to stop producing fruit he alone is your savior even as your your roots go deep into the water you know you are not bothered by the heat or worried by the long months of drought their leaves will be green your leaves will be green may your leaves be green and never stop producing fruit you know the only time you can't produce the fruit is if your root is gone rotten 
and Jesus goes for the root to make sure you produce the fruit. Yes, it rhymes, but the root issue is do you trust in him? If the root is solid, gone deep into the ground, if the root is strong, then the fruit is good. Amen. So think about it. Where is your root? God is really going for the root before he goes for the fruit. Amen. So I want to share that with you this morning. I want you to join with me in prayer. I want to pray for you that you will give your heart to God. Look, friend, I can't emphasize this more, but I hope you can hear the heart of God in here. God is God loves you so much. You can't do life without God. I tried that and I failed. It was a dramatic fail. You can't do life without God. Only God gives life. So lean upon him, trust in him. Amen. Would you pray this prayer with me? Every eye closed, every head bowed. Simple prayer. If you want Jesus in your heart, and if you want Jesus to trust, teach you how to trust in him, would you pray this with me, please? Dear Lord Jesus, I commit myself to you. I repent of my sins. I ask you for your forgiveness. Please wash me and cleanse me with your blood. Purify my thoughts. Lord, I open my heart to you. And I invite you to be my Lord and Savior. Please come and take your rightful place in my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. From this day on, not my will, but your will be done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, God bless you for praying that prayer. I've been saying this. Why don't you please contact us? You know, we will help you with more uh, Bible material. Uh, more than that, if you have any prayer requests, please contact us at our church office email or any other social media. Please, what we want to do is to pray with you. Don't do life alone. God is with you. We love you. We care for you. And if you prayed the prayer, please contact us.